Three shots, four part, I just do two, one pup, pop four, birdie, woohoo, new driver, info, replace, M2, pop five, fairway, what you fin do? Think I'll try to get on into start right, good line, good view, it drew, shoot him at Gavin, two thumbs that's up high and two fingers. You know, obviously I probably put together a bit of a thumbnail here. That's a bit of a teaser and stuff like that. So maybe we won't say the the number right off the hop, Bryce, but no, uh, we, we might have to, but, um, so Bryce went low, Bryce went really low, lower than, um, well, I played some executive courses that I maybe shot this kind of round on, yeah, but probably lower than I should have with the amount of play. I probably didn't deserve it with the amount of play, but I played well. Of course you deserved it, man. Of course you deserved it. So what was, uh, you know, we might have to give up the number soon enough, but what was different? Like what happened in this round? Um, we're, we're choosing to have a podcast about this one, which is, you know, we see so many like course vlogs and stuff like that. Like players like Grand Horvat or Garrett will do like kind of something, post like a 59 video and stuff like that. So, um, you were just, uh, you were just dialed the whole day. So the phone didn't even come out one day for a video, nothing like that. So we don't have any footage of this, but we nope. do have witnesses. <laughs> we have one witness. We have one witness. My um, brother-in-law. But just before we get any farther into this, I know that this, like, for some people, this number is just average, and I'm. But for me and Mac and kind of guys at our level, like this is. Uh, I mean, I was pr- pretty proud of myself. It's a very good accomplishment, and um, yeah, we're gonna talk about it because it's uh, it's career low. So you should be, to, man. It's a career low, yeah, and this just is to get that out of the way. This is a number that we would see on like a you know friday afternoon in a pj tour yeah. event or like yeah, yeah. you know some of our our past guests are shooting these kind of numbers that are that mm-hmm. are being paid to play the game right so mm-hmm. um a bit of a teaser there obviously it's something in the 60s which is uh which is clean which yeah. is really nice so um start us off like take us through like you you know i want the full day bryce gets up in the morning what did you eat what was different about the day was there anything different oh about God. the day i don't even know if i remember <laughs> you um, know did you get the mcgriddle instead of the was like, it on a, a weekend i can't even remember now i don't know man i don't know but one sec i have the date on the golf ball one sec we don't uh we don't have to go into that many details about it but um obviously like i feel some days like and i'm sure if you're listening to us right now you felt the same way you like get to the course you're feeling really good you're feeling like you've got a different type of mojo going or something like that you're just feeling like you're going to shoot a better round than you do and then you hosel and on the first tee and then you triple bogey and then you know you're back to reality right so yeah um, so i didn't hosel one off the first tee (laughs) but uh i did hosel one in the round though which is kind of funny but uh so it was on a Monday. I think I just kind of, I think I got off work a little early, got what I needed to get done and kind of took off. And um, I know my boss mentioned that he was going to want to try and play. And so I was, all right, let's, let's go. Like he's got, he said he had to run home quick and figure something out. And I said, all right, I'll go home, kind of hang out and let me know. And then he kind of got back to me maybe 20, 30 minutes after I got home and said, Hey, I won't be able to make it. So I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'm not playing today. And then, but I was already kind of off and in the mood to play. So I kind of did my rounds in my phone and tried to see if I could pick a buddy up. And I was prepared to go by myself, but good thing I didn't. But uh found my brother-in-law. He was like, hey, I'm on my way home. I got a float early too. Like, let's go play. Yeah. So we had a 4.03 tea time later in the evening. Um, 
packed. Course was packed. Round took in five hours and 20 minutes, probably. Which would wipe we, me out. There was absolutely no way I'm able to concentrate for five hours on playing around again. Yeah, we were waiting so on every tee deck and pretty much in every fairway, which was unfortunate. But And we were going to leave after nine, but I was three under after the front nine, so I kind of had to convince him I, that he needed to stay with me and finish this thing out, whether it turned into a 78 or what it did turn out to be. So that was kind of how the day went. Mac here from Manscaped, introducing the Beard Hedger from our friends over at Manscaped. With 20 different lengths, you can look good from the cart path to the clubhouse. Shop manscaped.com using the promo code OTSGOLF for 20% off plus free shipping. Shop any and all Manscaped products at manscaped.com using the promo code OTSGOLF for 20% off plus free shipping. We'll see you on the back nine. Mac here for BioSteel. We absolutely love this one on the pod. The hydration mix has been in our golf bags forever. The hydration mix has been designed in the most natural way possible to help you stay hydrated throughout your round of golf. Zero sugar formula is made from clean quality ingredients and contains no artificial flavors and colors. Added vitamins and minerals to help support overall good health, normal function of your golf swing and your immune system. Simply mix it into some water, and you can enjoy it through all 18 holes. Clean, healthy hydration. Zero sugar, natural health product, no artificial flavors or colors, no artificial sweeteners, no preservatives, caffeine-free, NSF, certified for sport, biosteel.ca, biosteel.com. Use the promo code SCREWS30 for 30% off your order. SCREWS30 for 30% off your order. Stay hydrated, my friends. So, so any warm up, anything you trunk slam, Nothing. get right to the tee. Okay, right to the tee. Did you roll a putt? Nothing. Not a, not a, no. You've played the course before, like three times. Okay. I knew the course. Okay. I played a couple of times, but so um, we have some play some this intel. Year yet. Okay, yeah, there's a little bit of intel. Yeah. Okay. All right. Right on. So, like, what was what was like the feeling walking up? Like we're on the first tee. Like you feeling good? Feeling like. Uh, yeah, it was just a normal round. I usually don't warm up too much because I'm late to everything. So I usually just show up on time for, unless it's like a nice course and I'm prepared and I have time to go hit balls or whatever. I'm usually just showing up and and hitting the ball the first tee. And we talked about like your your mental approach though. So like you were saying to yourself, like we are lucky enough to talk with pro golfers every Mm -hmm. week. Right. So, um, one of your best friends is one of them. So you talked about like having, not like the decade approach, but you were talking about like, you know, playing it a little bit safer. I think I was kind of going after the decade approach without kind of knowing how to use decade properly. Yeah. I kind of just said, I kind of decided it more after my first tee ball. Um, I was, I striped one right down the middle of the fairway and had like, I think it was one Oh four in. Um, and I kind of just told myself I was, well, this pin was in the middle of the green, but I told myself, go right at the center of the green um it was kind of off to the right so i was like if it fades great if not i have a 20 footer and that's kind of the idea of decade is to not really go at the pin directly um so it did fade a little bit and i still had like and i knew it was kind of it was a kind of it sloped from back to front the slope kind of um, downhill to the front of the green not so much a false front but kind of sloped a little bit so i was like leave yourself below the hole have an uphill putt and give it a chance for birdie so i did Left it below the hole, relatively straight putt, maybe a little left to right, and it was about a fifteen footer, 
15, 16 footer and just canned it right off the rip. So I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Okay. So if, if by chance Scott Fawcett is listening to this pod, we, we want to get you on. We want to like learn yeah, more please. about the decade, um, like all the theories and stuff behind it. We would love to, cause it's fascinating when we talk to, talk to pros and stuff that are currently using, using it in their game. So, um, so birdie off the first tee, uh, par four. Yep. Par four. Yeah, so, it was 413 from the so tip. So feeling good. So can we go through a couple holes on the front and yeah, so you know, just par five coming up next, 500 yards, dog leg left. I mean, it's not the long, it's 6,600 yards. So it's a true score. I would say like it's long yeah. enough to be legit. But I'm pretty long, so it's it for me that doesn't play too long. So I'm cutting a lot of corners out there, and I was trying to cut the corner on the dog like left. I had a cut, so I got to cut it a little more than someone who hit a draw, and kind of flared it a bit to the right rough. Um, it was still fine. I had a clear shot. I had an eight iron in from I think it was I had a bit of a flyer lie, so I think it was 195 or 192 or something. So I had an eight iron again. Pin was tucked way right with a bunker in front, so I didn't even look at it. I just tried to hit it at the center of the green and got it up there pin high and had probably a 40-footer and just took my two-putt for another birdie. So I was 200 through two. So Not a bad start. So at this point, like, are you, are you feeling like anything different when you're thinking, okay, like I'm just trying to like play to the middle of the green, now I'm two under, like... Would you have yeah. typically approached that shot any differently? Like, would you try and like look aim that down the shot? Panel? That shot, yeah. I usually would try to hit a cut, like overcut it most of the yeah. time. I try to hit, I try to aim at the middle of the green, and hit that cut. Um, but I, I aimed, I when I say aim middle of the green, I aimed the left side to cut it into the middle of the green is what I what I aimed right. at because I know I'm I'm it's gonna flare a little. That's just my swing and how I hit the ball. So, but um, but no, I didn't really think anything of it. I mean, I make. I make enough birdies when I play to kind of not really think anything of it. It's just two in a row. It's the same as having two and four holes, you know, it's not really, yeah. I didn't think anything of it. I don't know um, though. When you start around, it feels kind of special when you go like birdie, birdie, like it's. Oh, I was fired up. I just didn't think it would come out to what it did. Cause I usually make a few bogeys and a few more bogeys and a double here and there. So I didn't really think anything of it. But. Okay. So take us through, how does the, do you birdie the third hole? No, three, four, two pars, but really good pars. I okay. Mean, three, I striped one, put it another wedge to the center of the green, 20 feet, two putt. Same same concept in my head. So take me to your um, first par three, unless you have a birdie in front of it. I do. So number five is another par five, dog like right this time. So I just smash a cut as hard as I can, like aim down the center fair and just let it cut into the dog leg. Okay. I, I forget what yardage I had left, but I think I had another eight iron into it. Um, left so, it sh- no, I, I had what's, a what's the I, what's the idea of your stock eight iron? What's what's your yardage? So just so people 180, know, 180, 182. Yeah. So again, if you're like a new listener by chance, or somebody might not have listened to us talk about our games, um, like an eight iron for me is like one fifty five, one sixty, mm-hmm. something like that. So Bryce's, and I'm sure that's the same for a lot of our our listeners as well. Bryce's pretty long hitter, so yeah. that's that's not uh, that's not rare for for your type like just go to our instagram one of our first pin posts is like you do rip it into the woods but like you see your swing like that swing speed Mm. is there right so yeah i bring it um okay sometimes a little too much but i didn't have a i had a 52 degree wedge i think i had 130 
But again, pin at the back with a little slope in front of it. So I was just like, short's fine. Yeah. Um, I proceed to chunk it short of the green. And then, well, not short of the, short, short of the pin. And then um, miss my par putt and make another birdie. So, or my eagle putt and make another birdie. So, yeah. So just again, a couple tap-ins. Tap yeah. yeah. I like that. Um, so first par three, is it after that one? Yep, 206, pretty decent one. Okay. Um, a little downwind, hit my, just a, not, stock seven irons, like 190, 195, but downwind, I was like, it'll take it a couple yards, front, short's yeah. fine. Hit it, and the sun was kind of hitting it weird, and there was like a little mound in front of the pin, so I saw it hit and bounce, and I was like, did that go long? And I was mind blown, because there's no way I'm hitting a seven iron, 220. Pin was in the front, and uh, so I was pretty rattled going up to the green. I was like, "Oh, I'm probably going to make bogey." Got up there, and it was just over that front mound, pin high. Okay, two nice. putt par. Yeah, so it was yeah, really good. And then kind of just parred my way out. So were you feeling um, like pressure um, at that point, Bryce? Like you said, like, "Oh, I'm going to make bogey." So were you were you feeling like more pressure than you typically would? A little bit more. Um, when I had that situation where I thought it went long more, I was kind of mad at myself for kind of miscalculating more than pressure, if that makes sense. Yeah. I was kind of like, oh, like you miscalculated it, whatever. But I'm always the one to say, okay, just get up and down and make your par. Like, I'm not really thinking, I don't really think about bogeys because I make so many of them and they don't really bother me that much. Yeah. But preach. Yeah. Um, but then I go on to par. Actually, seven, I missed an eight footer for Birdie, which sucked. But. Hard we seven. did we did talk about how there were some left out there so there was even it's a crazy to say but there really was yeah um eight so, so sorry you're wrapping up the front nine here so i was just kind of yep. i didn't want you to move on to the back nine without giving no, us kind yeah. of the front nine uh recap eight, eight, eight par three 158 sculled like thin to pitching wedge got to the green two putt par pretty standard nine i made one of the better up and downs i've ever made um Caught a flyer, went way deep, probably 20 yards behind the green. I didn't think it was going to be a flyer. The lie looked fine, but it flew on me. 20 yards behind it to a front pin with a downslope going towards the front of the green, kind of like the few I've talked about already. Yeah. It hit a peachy little 56, like little soft fluffy one that landed maybe 40 yards in, or 40 feet in front of the pin, and it rolled just past. Greens are pretty quick. Rolled just past it, and I had about an eight-footer coming back for par. And my brother-in-law was actually 40 feet behind the pin and rolled his putt before me. And he just inched his way behind me. So I'm like, do I be a dick and make him putt it before me? Or do I just play ready golf and, and go? Yeah. And I made the decision that because he was outside of me, he was technically away. And I figured I would use the advantage of seeing the putt first. Of course. So it wasn't cheating. It was strategic. No. but. Um, How far so I, was it? it was, I had an eight footer. It was a decent. Okay, putt. yeah, yeah. Swinging from right to left, um, not huge, but a slight movement. And I and I saw that I wanted to confirm it with his putt. So I watched him putt it, and then I proceeded to bury the putt for a front nine of thirty three. Thirty three. I like that. So um, we would have talked about my thirty three on the front last year at Port Hope. Then I followed up with a forty eight. So yeah. um, this one obviously I, I wrapped up with an eighty one there. You ever shoot thirty three on the front and go for an eighty one? It's not yeah. a good day, man. That's not a good day at all. My day um, could have went that way, but it 
it didn't. Yeah. So okay. Um, you're kind of wrapping up. You're waiting a little bit. You grab like Anthony on the at the turn. Well, we almost left after nine. We were talking about it on like hole five because it was so jammed. It was taking forever. Mm-hmm. But and that was me assuming I was going to make a couple bogeys coming in, and it was going to be a whatever an even par round, and it would have been another day on the golf course. But I proceeded to par out, and I looked at him. I was like, dude. We got to just battle through these last nine holes. I don't care. Like, this could be a career low for me. Um, yeah. So we just got to battle it out. So he's like, yeah, okay, let's go. That's fine. So no no boxes on the card at this point at all? What's No, not not a bogey on the okay. card. Okay, no. I like it. Wow, okay. Um, all right, so. Filled my Yeti up with ice on the at the turn, poured another Gatorade in, and just kind of kept, kept cruising. Okay, so um, how do you start off the back nine? How did it go? Uh, four pars in a row. Okay. So I just par, 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 par four, par four, par three, par four, just kind of same mentality. Um, hit it to the center of the green, make your two putt. And if you drain one, great. If not, great. Keep moving on. So, so we're going to the 14 T with no bogeys. Correct. And nothing really special on those first four holes. It was just routine pars, which was awesome. I couldn't, I was happy, but you're hitting greens though. Yeah, oh yeah. My green and regulation was 81% that day. Right. So, so which is for me amazing. I mean, yeah, for anyone that's pretty For good, anyone yeah. that's great, right? So it just kind of shows the idea of like and it sounds like when you haven't mentioned it really, but when you and I were talking Bryce, you're saying that you're hitting a lot more hybrids off so you hit a really straight drive. So it's not really mm-hmm. necessary, but your length can be um sort of pe- like penalizing as well, right? Like Well, hit- it hurts me too cuz my if you get me under 100 yards, I struggle a lot with my wedges. That's one part of my game where I don't excel very much. And that's just a practice thing, man. I find the same thing. For sure, thing. I don't like, play enough, for I'm sure. Not, but I'm not practicing nearly as much this year or playing all mm-hmm. that much, really. Not as much as I have. So, like, I would rather hit, you know, not not always rather, but for me, like, I'd rather hit a 130 shot sometimes than a 75-yard shot. For sure. It's just a lot easier. My seventh hole, where I said I missed that eight footer, I put a that was a chip from sixty yards. So like what like obviously that part of my game was on that day, and I just it is what it is. I don't know why, but it just was on. So yeah, but fourteen is where I kind of really started to pick up um, or go down, I guess, in score relativity. Um, Par five, dog like slight dog like laugh, but I was not happy on this tee box because I had a good round going. And I had a cut, like we've talked about, and there is, the tips is, like, farther back, and there's these group of trees right on the left side of the, like, directly in front of you, like, 30 yards from the T-deck, so I can't hit driver, because it would go right into those trees, or I would just bail out way right, which is all fescue and long grass. So I texted my brother, and I was like, I can't believe I'm playing a par five where I can't hit driver right now. I was pretty upset. Yeah, I have. So I have the same thing. The other day, I'll I'll just tell a quick story. But I like we've all played porthole. Well, you and I have played porthole. So number twelve with the houses on the left hand side. The other day, I went five iron, five iron, fifty two, and I that was the first birdie I made there all year. So, and I hit it to like four feet. It was a little slider down the hill and stuff like that. It was great. But Mm -hmm. you know. There's something to that though, right? Like, cause mm-hmm. I've hit drivers so many times I'll, you know, push it and I'll be on somebody's rooftop or in their eavesdrops. Oh, pull right. it into the crap over or there. Or right. a lot of times I'll pull it. I have like that safety pull. So sometimes I'll just pull it like OB or even sometimes I'll pull it and I'll hit it right through the fairway. Like in the middle yeah. of the summer, you can, 
if you get a piece of it, like you would hit it through. You would definitely kind of jets back out to the left there. Yeah. Yeah. So it makes the landing zone like ten yards wide. It's really mm-hmm. difficult. So I just hit five iron off the tee. Um, for me, that's a two hundred yard club or one ninety yard club, something like that. And I hit another five iron, and then I hit a fifty two to like three feet, and it was great. Mm-hmm. Like it was a great yep. hole. I played it well, and you know, I think there's. It's kind of boring golf, but sometimes there's something to it, right? Like there's Mm -hmm. obviously like you were playing quote unquote boring golf. So Mm -hmm. on that day or like playing it a little bit more uh, reserved, but obviously you got a career low. So let's go for it. Let's, let's hear the rest of the hole. Yeah. So I pulled hybrid because I know I can hit it dead straight. I mean, like maybe a two yard cut. Um, So, and it goes, my hybrid usually goes 250, 260. It's a three hybrid. Um, but I just held back a little because I, I ranged the last tree on my aiming line and it was um, 260. So I was like, I got to take a little off it. So yeah. I kind of just babied one out there, felt one out there to the middle of the fairway. And I was like, all right, whatever. Get it up there, lay up, make birdie, get out of there, go to the next hole. Got up there at 262 to a back pin. Um, was it short par four? It was a par five that was... 503. Oh, okay. Sorry. This is a shot in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I 262, middle of the fairway. Good lie in the fairway, obviously. I probably, looking back, shouldn't have went for it because there's a bunker in front of the back left pin. But I proceeded to take hybrid and go for it because I said, if I'm up there, I can chip and still make birdie. It's fine. Not much trouble behind it. Not that I thought I was going to go long, but, um, absolutely pured one anything um, short I, anything short of the bunker. just like, a bunker just short a bu- left right okay. and i was i was aiming at it because i knew i was going to cut it back to the pin this was probably the only pin all day where i went for it honestly and it was probably the from the farthest which doesn't make sense but for some reason in my head at that time it made sense um so i hit i peered it and i think i got in the cart put my head cover on and put my club in the bag before the ball hit the ground because i knew how good it was um, I looked at my brother-in-law and I was like, oh, it's perfect. Such a good I feeling. Such I didn't feeling. know, I didn't really think about the distance, but I knew it was just going to be good. It looked perfect. And it probably a 10-yard f- cut landed front of the green. And you know those ones where it rolls just behind the pin and they look like they have a chance? Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was, my heart sank when I saw it go towards that pin and and uh, I left it 12 feet behind the pin and hit a pretty good putt. I mean, it broke probably 10 inches. It was a bit of a, it was uphill, but it broke a lot. Not uphill, but um, it had kind of a ridge on the right side, so I had to kind of ride the ridge. Yeah. And just buried it for eagle. Nice. So, so we're five under kind of at this point. Yeah, it was kind of funny too because I, I called my brother right, like going up to the green to show him the shot. I'm like, I'm three under, like, uh, um. I'm, I'm low right now for me and i got this eagle putt and he goes let me watch it i was like all right and i i got down and read it and i was like oh, that I would to- that's totally blaker's voice too he, he, he would know. say that let me watch it like yeah, just like yeah. you said yeah and uh you know those putts where you just look at it and you're like oh uh, yeah I see the line like it's see those all the time man see those so, all the yeah, time right? i'd be a, so I, i'd uh, be a 15 20 handicap if i didn't see some of those man it's yeah so uh here's jake right here actually we're talking about my round um but uh 
So yeah, I set up a little tee. I put a tee in the green and put prop my phone right up for him and just absolutely buried it right in his face. So nice. that, that was a good feeling. We've talked about it before too. So Blake's got some low rounds. Obviously, Blake's a great golfer and stuff too. So it's uh, yeah, he's better than me. So I like yeah. to give him shit when I'm playing. Yeah, well. of course, man. Of course, he won't come on the pod and talk some golf with us. But we uh, we heard Gordo say like he 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 gave us some proof. Blake can uh, he can kind of read a green. He can. I know he's yeah. caddying for Zach and stuff like that too. So so we're 15 total. We're five under now. We're five under. Okay. Um. Yeah, 15th tee. Um. It's a municipal course, like a public track. So I was making jokes to all my buddies saying, like, do I call the clubhouse and get someone out here for the last few for course record? But uh, that was more jokingly than serious. But par three, 193, another pretty long one. Um, slightly downwind, hit eight iron again. Um, kind of fatted it, but for some reason it got there. It was short left to a yeah. back right pin. So I was fine with it. Um Again, just made my two-putt par and got out of there. Um, 16, I'm starting to get a little nervous. Um, not shaking yet, but uh, I say yet because I was at one point, but not really shaking yet, but kind of just it's. I'm starting to think about it. I'm, it's the lowest I've ever been, and it's kind of in my head. Um, hit a good drive ball didn't cut on me just went dead straight it was just a straight par four but there's trees on the left so i was a little nervous of the ball when it was in the air um it found a way to kind of just get past them so i had a shot which is fantastic i got up there though and there's a huge ridge on the left just in front of the green and the pin was like i don't know six yards behind it so i was like this is so tough to go for but I'm just going to play to the middle of the green, whatever. I actually drew the ball for once and it went like five feet. And I was like, Oh, here we go. And just buried another birdie for six under through 16. Damn. All right. So we still got time for the wheels to fall off, but so we're walking up to 17. You started to get the shakes a little bit. Yeah, I was yeah. freaking out. I was six under through sixteen. Um, never been there before. Never been remotely close to that before. Um, I'm starting to not. I'm not trembling, but I'm starting to get that nervous of feeling course, and course, anxiety yeah. through the roof and and just a short par four. Um, not short. It's four eighteen, but it's uh, the landing zone's pretty short. I had hybrid and driver in my hand, both of them on the T deck, debating on which one to hit. Should have one hundred percent hit my hybrid and and uh, put it to the middle of the green. Decided to take driver, double cross my cut, went left into the fescue. Okay. And so I'm what like, was Here the thought? We go. What was the thought on? So you said the landing zone was kind of short what would be short like 250 something like that for your hybrid? yeah 250 240 yeah. so what's the carry distance for you to hit driver what what was what was the thought process that made you hit driver? it was wide open i just had to go over a bunch of trees to cut it back into the fairway so it it was kind of like a cluster of trees on the left side it was right. it didn't continue to the green it was just a cluster that i had to just go over i couldn't see where my ball would have landed if that makes sense yeah so short par four so obviously i don't know how this whole how the outcome of this whole goes but so yeah you should have hit hybrid though 100 looking yeah. back yeah but 
Especially because you're still hitting a nine iron in or less. You might Correct. be pitching. Correct. So, so Which, even, yeah, when you're thinking to that, you're, you're thinking, okay, I'm going to either be hitting a 56 or a 60 in yeah. a little flip wedge, or I still have the control of the nine iron at this point in time. Like, I do not want a box on the card. I don't, yeah. But so. Blake's also in my head saying six under, you want nine under, be yeah. aggressive. So and you and I'm, I had this conversation too. And I said, yeah. I did say the same thing. I did say, which is fair. I you mean, know. you're that, you're there already that deep. You might as well try to go deeper, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. So it was I, one of those things, right? Where you have two schools of thought. You, you've talked about it where I don't think six under is within my game, especially anymore. Like a few years ago, I had that one special round at Dundas where I was like, I was playing a scramble, but we pretty much had my, like, it was like my mine for like the first six holes or something like that. I had the, almost the eagle or I had almost a hole in one on the par four. I had an eagle as well. So I think that those things are there, but I can't keep that consistent for 18 holes. But man, like that's such a tough decision to make at that time, Bryce. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't regret it. It is what it is. I, all right. So how'd the rest of the hole go? How, how'd it go? Yeah. So I'm in the left fescue. We drive up there and, and with the cluster of trees there, I can't see where it landed. So I, right. I'm up there. I'm trying to guess the distance it went. I'm trying to guess left and right where in the fescue it is. This fescue is probably 50 yards wide, so it could be anywhere. Um, so I'm stomping through this fescue and it's, we're still waiting on mostly every green and T deck. So I had yeah. enough time to look. Um, so whatever, I look for maybe five minutes. And I'm just kind of like, all right, I, I got to drop. I guess I'm not just going to sit here all day and look for it, even though I wanted to. Yeah. I proceeded to grab a ball out of my bag, and I was about to drop it. My brother-in-law goes, I got it. And I was like, no way you have my ball. And I looked, I said that to him. I was like, no way, it's mine. And he goes, are you playing a Pro V1? I was like, yeah. I was like, it has weird letters on the side. I don't know what it is. It's a ball. It's not even a brand new ball. I just found it. I was just yeah. using it. And I and uh, it went over. It says hold fast on the side of it. I okay. don't know what it's from or why, but and there it was on the side of the ball. And I was like, wow, that's my ball. And I gave him a big hug. I was like, thanks, buddy. You might have just <laughs> saved a bogey for me. But still a tough shot. I had overhanging trees. Um, I was just at the end of that cluster of trees, so I had to keep it low. I couldn't hit a full shot. Okay. And then there was one single little tree, maybe 12 feet tall, short left of the green. And I tried to play my shot right, but I couldn't because that tree, there was one more tree in front of me on the right. So I kind of had this little shoot to go through. I was out of the fescue. I just tried to hack a punch a seven iron, try to get it past that tree up there on the left, make a chip and make a putt for par. That was my goal. I didn't get clean contact out of the fescue and left it short of that tree on the green side. So I was directly behind it. Ooh. And I could either try to go under it, which there was a bunker there. So I would have had to go through the bunker, which is almost like not doable. So I tried to hit a 20-yard touchy flop shot over a 12-foot tree. So that was a predicament I was in. Yeah. I hit a good shot, just it went 40 yards to the back of the green. So I proceeded to two-putt that for my bogey, for the first bogey of the round. 
That's a good two putt though, especially when you're, yeah. you know, because when you're standing over that putt thinking like how badly you want to make that. Yeah. It might could, it might have been a little shorter than 40. It might have been 30 feet. But you it could was have long, easily rolled that 10 feet past sure. too. Like, oh, really you know what made me mad to too? I putt with a line on my ball yeah. and I lined up my line and then I stood over the ball and kind of saw something different and readjusted and I putted outside my original read on the line of my ball. Yeah. And it missed on the right side by like a few inches. So I think if I just trusted my line and my read, it would have went in, which sucks. But I don't, I don't know that. I've been doing that a lot this year. Like I feel like my, so I'll like address a putt and I'll be kind of standing there and I'll feel something different in my feet. Mm -hmm. And because I'm not, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm already 11 over at this point or whatever. So I'm like, whatever. And I'm, I move. And then I think to myself, like, I think I had the line perfectly. Like I, yeah. So exactly what I did. Yeah. There's something about that that's happened quite a few times. So bogey, we get to 18. So back to five under. Yeah. Um, 18. I'm kind of, I'm still a little nervous, but obviously a little more relaxed because I got the bogey. I would have been bogey free if I didn't bogey that. So yeah, that was in my mind, but, uh, I kind of got, got a little more relaxed. I was like, all right, just hit a drive, finish this out. Um, 430 yard par four straight down um hit a drive i was happy with it i started it more left of my what i should have and it was in the rough on the left which was fine i had to look to the green i wasn't worried about it um i had a nine iron in my hand i forget what the yardage was but it was just a full comfortable as they say in all the tiktoks just a comfortable nine iron for them um just an easy one uh, I sculled it, uh, worm burner to the right, um, 20 yards short of the green. So I was like, here we go. Back to back bogeys to end it. Um, this is going to suck. It could have been great, but I shook it off. I went up and hit a really good chip to four feet and buried the par putt for a 33 on the back for a five under 66 on par 71. Impressive, man. Because we don't add any edits or anything like that. That's a clap. So that's a, that's a pretty impressive round. So the only thing that I would think of is uh, that hybrid into the par, like off the. Yeah, I'm not like, one to really dwell on it, though. I don't really care. The hi- well, I mean, the hybrid into the... But you made an eagle making that shot, right? So oh, on, you're talking I about mean, 14. Onto the, yeah, under the par 5. Yeah, so. I, don't, I even and then, said that when I was talking about it. I don't know what was going through my head, but I was just go zone. So Yeah, and like theory, I guess, on a short par 40, you probably should hit hybrid there, find that landing zone. Like for you, if it's a short par... Like you could be hitting a 5 or 6 iron into that, but how? At what, at what point do you like... Do you get too, um, like, are you playing too defensively, right? So, yeah. 70. Um, my thing yeah. was, like, I was already that low. I might as well just try to see as low as I can go. Yeah. That was just, it was, it was fun. I, I was, yeah. Well, so if you think about it, really, like, you don't want to, you don't want to be like, oh, I got a bogey on the card or whatever, but you probably, like, won't make that eagle again. Like, you will make that eagle again because you're length, but you probably won't make it that often. So those two kind of trade off. So I think 66 was the number. I told everyone that was the best eagle of my life, hands down. And I've made a handful of – I've made a pretty good amount of them. That was Mm – that one I was good. Yeah, that one's – that's pretty pretty impressive. I Mm – like, not to take anything away from your game, I got it. Like, I've been lucky. I have a couple really, really cool eagles. Um, 
like that par four, that one I told you that I've yeah. told you about. And then I hold out last year from like 125 or something like that, which was really cool. So it's always nice to make those when you make, you know, you're going what, like 260 something into a par three, into a par five. So that's really cool. But man, that's a, that's an incredible round. So, um, yeah, par 71, yeah, five deep for a 66. Past career low was 70 on the dot. So, um, never broke 70 before and broke it by four shots. So pretty cool. I was pretty happy with myself and yeah, 66 will change you. Yeah. That's uh, the lowest round for Yetman too. Right. So it is. Yeah. yeah. I'll have that on Blaker for hopefully not too long. I hope he goes out and beats it, but I, I think I'll have it for a bit. His game's not where he needs to be right now. So I'll have that for a bit. For a little bit, but yeah, it's uh, it's kind of cool for us too because Bryce and I always joke about like I go out and like my game right now is I'm literally just trying to hit golf shots. Like I don't practice, I don't have the time, the effort put into like really try and go low. Like my handicap is absolutely ballooning lately, which is great for the cash. But you know, I'm just out there trying to make like golf shots, right? So it's nice for us to have around that you know it's you know it's there, Bryce. You know it's there, yeah. so. Who knows, man? Well, we might have to uh, we might have to try a Monday or something like that. You just never know, man. You never know. Yeah, I don't know. Like you said, I just don't have the time. Um, yeah, I was joking with my wife. I said, "All right, give me three months off work, unlimited cash, and let me just try this thing." But obviously, it wasn't serious because I don't think I have that in me. But um, I have it in me. I just who knows when it's going to come back again. Um, yeah. I'll probably proceed to shoot 80 to 85 to 78 my next few rounds, whatever that is. But um, I'll eat it up for the time being. And yeah. my head is huge right now. And all my buddies know that. So, um, well, it's like, it's like when yeah. I hit the hole in one last year, man, I talked about it for a while, right? And when you're, you know, shooting a 66, you've got to, right? So, well, um, oh, how about this? I forgot. So I was just telling Mac before this, I shot 80 yesterday again, right? Like I said, right back to my normal self. Yeah. Buddy had an ace in our group. Oh, good for him, man. Buried one. Nice. And then I proceeded to go right behind him and land the ball, not kidding, four inches from the cup, and it spun back to 20 feet. But um, we almost had two aces back-to-back. But, yeah, he jarred it. Good for him, man. What a a story. His second hole in one on that course, two separate par, four, par threes. That's sweet, man. I uh, I had a scare the other day. Um, same hole though, number six at Porthole. I mm-hmm. I landed one. Uh, well, rolled about four feet past. Um, but yeah, it went right across the cup though. It was pretty cool. I actually in that round, um, I had something special going. I ended up shooting. I think I was telling you. I think I shot seventy six or something with a couple doubles. Uh, I hit the pin on number ten. I hit the pin on one on number one with a couple guys in the group behind me standing there. I hadn't even done up my shoes, didn't have a golf glove yeah. on, literally <laughs> dropped the ball, hit the pin on number one. It still rolled out to like 20 feet or something like that or 15 mm-hmm. feet, and I made a par. Um, it was like a decent round. Like it, everything was was going okay. I was hitting some good shots, and then I hit the pin on my approach on number 10 as well with a nine iron. Um, like really pushed my drive, and then it's something like – I, I posted like an Instagram video where I walked up and you could see my ball mark and then I went, nope. And it was like 20 feet yeah. away, but it's something to watch a ball hit a pin and bounce away, man. It's 
There's kind of a, a, it's a cool feeling though, because you think mm-hmm. like I could have jugged it, or if it like just hit and stuck, like that would be yep, you know sure. on that same hole. Number ten was the one where I hold out last year from like one twenty or something like that. So, yeah. but Bryser, man, congrats! This was a fun pod. This Thank was kind of cool to do one with just you and Hopefully. I and be able to talk about our game a little bit. And obviously, a sixty six is something that. uh you know, golfers at our level, uh, Bryce's, you know, quite a bit better than I am right now, but, um, something pretty special, man, for us to be able to, uh, to be able to, you know, kind of celebrate a 66 is something cool, man. That's pretty special. Yeah. If you guys, if you guys are still listening and kind of battled through me ranting about my golf game, um, thanks for staying. I hope that wasn't too much for you guys. No, it's kind of cool to go through hole by hole. I'm sure some people are listening to it. So if, um, if you've got like a good story about like your lowest round or whatever, we would love to like put together. We talked about the hole in one pod, but we'd love to put the round like together, a, you know, a, a pod or something about lowest rounds. I think it would be cool. Or even if you just want to like shoot the shit, just send us a DM yeah. over at OTS Golf. And remember, Bryce's. Even just like a really cool hole you had, like my Eagle, I said it was the best yeah. one I ever made. If you have one where you just, you remember exactly the yardage and you kind of couldn't believe you kind of pulled it off, like come. Shoot us a, a DM and we can talk about it. Let's have a chat, yeah. And remember, uh, Bryser stayed hydrated through that round with Biosteel all day using yep. the code screws30 over, <laughs> over right. at biosteel.ca or biosteel.com. But, um, yeah, that's, uh, that was a really cool pod, but we'll, um, hopefully we'll be, uh, we'll be chatting with a couple cool guests in the next, uh, next little while. Um, and at this point in time, you should be watching the Canadian Open. So hopefully that, uh, mm-hmm. goes pretty well too. So until next time, Bryser, anything, uh, before we go? No. Um, hopefully at this point we've heard a little more about the merger. I know we're pre-recording this a little early, but um, we'll see how it goes. We're yeah. excited. Yeah, we're excited to see how it goes, and it'll be kind of cool that the event is up here in Canada, the first event after yep. so after uh, the merger has been announced. So it'll be kind of cool to see how everything unfolds. And oh, again. one more thing, little side note. Uh, I was talking to Vim um the other day he was playing he was actually the first alternate in the u.s open qualifier um in toronto this past monday so he went in the morning to hit balls just in case i mean you never know if someone kind of drops out before the round and he said he was hitting balls right beside uh harry higgs yeah he said there was like 60 people behind him watching him smack golf balls so i thought that was a pretty cool, cool yeah i heard uh drew harvey who's been on the pod before from beyond the contour was saying that he was over there watching it and harry hicks had a pretty big following there so that's yeah, definitely so Vim was right cool. beside him that's, that's, cool. that's really cool it'd be fun to yeah. kind of just chat with with harry yeah hicks and then he bit. called me on his way home at like 10 o'clock and said yeah no one uh Everyone played, so I'm on my way home. <laughs> I kind of chuckled at that, but yeah, cool. That's too bad, cool. but definitely a cool story. And uh, Zach's game is trending in the right direction. Uh, Zach Viminitz has been on the pod before, so if you haven't, go follow him over on Instagram. Find him on our account. Um, his game is definitely trending in the right direction, man. So, mm-hmm. Bryce, 66, congrats, man. We'll uh, we'll be back next week. We've got a couple, uh, like I said, a couple cool ones coming up. He's out in my ball and of course so I tee up I lose the ball and I re-up I miss a fairway, I probably end up in the ocean Or maybe the beach And I'm on a part five and I'm finna go reach it Second was blind, I see it Feel like it might be an average I was worst case scenario